0: These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. Parliamentary Secretary for The Hunter, Scott MacDonald, confirmed on Monday he will not run for Maitland or Newcastle in the upcoming state election. The Liberal member will now put his support behind whoever the party chooses to elect, which is expected to be announced in coming weeks. Scott MacDonald said it's important the region has good representation in Parliament. We really need someone... Who positive, who's not negative, Uh, someone who can work with government, someone who can work with ministers. We certainly don't have that in the member Jenny Hutchinson at the moment. Uh, Jenny is not a performer in parliament uh, or in government circles. So it's extremely important for the future of Maitland that we get a positive, constructive, uh, productive member of parliament. A man died and two women were taken to hospital on Monday with serious injuries following a crash at Williamtown. Just before 11.30am, a a hatchback and an SUV collided head-on. The driver of the hatchback died at the scene. The female driver of the SUV and her passenger were taken to the John Hunter Hospital with serious injuries. A man died in hospital on Sunday night after being stabbed at Bolton Point. The 35-year-old was rushed to the John Hunter Hospital just before 11pm, but died just before midnight. Homicide Squad detectives investigated the incident at Lumia Place. A man in his 50s was taken into custody, while a second man allegedly involved in the stabbing fled and was still on the run on Monday. A man faced Newcastle Local Court on Tuesday over the fatal stabbing at Bolton Point. 35-year-old, Glenn Smith died from stab wounds to his chest and arms when he stepped in to help a woman on Lumia Place when her alleged attacker turned on him. Following extensive inquiries, police arrested a 32-year-old man at the McDonald's restaurant on the corner of the Pacific Highway and Glover Street at Belmont around 7 o'clock on Monday night. The case was adjourned to Belmont local court on March 20. Residents of the Lower Hunter and Central Coast responded to the approval of the Wallara 2 coal mine on Tuesday with fears for their health. Environment and community groups have fought against the mine for years, claiming local water sources will be put at risk if the mine is to be opened on the border of Lake Macquarie and the central coast. Newcastle Greens Councillor John McKenzie said the mine will put thousands of lives at risk. They need to reverse this decision as a matter of priority and they need to declare that whole area, the Jilabi Conservation Area, as a national park. We need that drinking water catchment protected from this kind of mining activity that puts those drinking water resources at threat. A national hydrogen strategy announced by Federal Labor could have a big impact on the Hunter, a local MP said on Wednesday. The opposition announced a $1 billion boost to the emerging hydrogen energy industry if they're successful at this year's federal election, and Shadow Assistant Minister for Climate Change and Energy and Shortland MP Pat Conroy believes it could bring more jobs to the local region. Pat Conroy said the Hunter Valley is perfectly placed to be a hub for renewable energy. CSIRO has produced a roadmap so how to develop the industry. And they said the best places to locate hydrogen production centres are places close to lots of renewable energy and we'll have that given lots of solar and wind that are going up the top end of the Hunter Valley. New South Wales ports dismissed the push for a new container terminal in Newcastle on Wednesday. The organisation's chief executive argued there's no demand for a new terminal at present and said Newcastle is the wrong place to build if there was demand. Port of Newcastle Sam Collier said the East Coast needs a terminal of this kind and Newcastle is the perfect location. What we're seeing overseas is ports around the world are spending billions of dollars to accommodate these bigger, greener, and more efficient ships. But Australia hasn't been making those investments. Uh, Australia's East Coast simply does not have a container terminal of this nature and of this level of efficiency able to handle these ships. A proposal from power magnate Trevor St. Baker to build a new coal-fired power station in the Hunter was met with criticism on Wednesday from the community. Trevor St. Baker purchased the former Vales Point power station in 2015 and proposed reopening the plant as part of his $6 billion plan to build coal power stations across the country. Paul Wynn from the Hunter Community Environment Centre said if the Vales Point plant reopens, it will have negative impacts on the community. It's 18th century technology they're relying on to burn a very, very toxic product, which is coal, which has numerous heavy metals and has been shown to be killing people and destroying uh, waterways around the world for for centuries. And um, it's just a joke to to be calling them low uh, high efficiency. They're not. A bad crash at Madawi on Wednesday left three teenagers in hospital. The SUV they were travelling in crashed and rolled into trees on Ringwood Road late Wednesday afternoon. A 17-year-old boy was freed from the wreckage and taken to John Hunter Hospital with a severe leg fracture. Two passengers aged 17 and 15 were treated at the scene before also being taken to the John Hunter. It was revealed on Thursday a man who worked at three Hunter Cinemas will face court for alleged fraudulent charges made on a company credit card. The 40-year-old worked for event cinemas at its Lake Macquarie, Glendale and Katara locations until 2017. It's alleged he used a company-issued card to fraudulently create and register three businesses, accumulating over $220,000 worth of charges. The man is due to appear at Newcastle Local Court on March 14. Newcastle Airport's Astra Aero Lab facility became one step closer to reality on Thursday. The airport revealed it had purchased a 76-hectare site to build the multi-million-dollar business technology park, which is expected to generate up to five and a half thousand jobs in the Hunter. CEO Dr. Peter Cox said, "Now they've got the land, they can start constructing an access road." Last year, we were lucky enough to get an 11.8 million-dollar grant to, from the state government to, to activate the land, and so now we've got this. Now we've done, done, done the purchase, we can actually get on and start working and hopefully within the next few months we're going to actually start physical, physical work on the site. Police on Friday located the body of a man missing from Nelson Bay. 90-year-old Barry Greentree was reported missing by his family after failing to return home on January 17. Police conducted an extensive search into his whereabouts and early Friday morning a motorist noticed a car down an embankment near the mid-north coast town of Raleigh. A body was discovered inside the vehicle. Police are not treating his death that suspicious.